Welcome back. Yeah. Our dreams are hard to get out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the song. Little dreams just... have all changed to come around. <laughs> We're back with some more bullshit fantasy football. I am your host, Daniel. And this week, since uh, I don't have a co-host anymore, I've got Michael. Hi, Michael. It's your boy. But I don't think fantasy football is bullshit because I'm doing great. So I mean, I'm I'm right up there with you. Um, I mean, not really, but you're closer than anyone else. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> it. Hey man, get scubered on. It's all that matters. You know that's fair. <laughs> I literally everything that I needed to happen this week fucking happened. <laughs> like, you know you're not it wrong. It was perfect. It was a perfect week of fantasy football. Other than none of my wide receivers doing anything. I think they got it. It obviously didn't matter. So, <laughs> yeah. yep, didn't matter. So, 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 how are things? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I got my own personal things going on, but in the fantasy world, which is you know where I like to live because the real one sucks, um, they're great, they're they're fantastic. So, I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, please keep your prolapse butthole problems to yourself. And we'll go into some fantasy. Well, it's football. hard when it's not prolapse, or it's <laughs> it's prolapsed. I mean, it's know. everyone's problem at that point. <laughs> You're like one of those like race car drivers that they do like the drag racing, and then the parachute pops out to slow them down. <laughs> that's All just right, moving on. That's just that's just life being like, hey, dude, <laughs> slow down, take it easy. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, now you got to sleep on your stomach because your butt hurts. Uh, All right. <laughs> uh. You're welcome for that mental image. And now we're going to go into what happened last week in fantasy football. So we'll go ahead and start off with, we'll go ahead and start off with my game. Um, so I played Brittany. Brittany was in second place. Um, so fighting for my playoff life, I faced the number two team in the league. And after a poor performance from Tom Brady last week that led me to defeat he didn't let me down this time, putting up 31.8 points. The GOAT helped me defeat Brittany, 106.2 to 79.5. You! Oh, man. Listen, okay, so, you, you know, obviously, like, you won this game by, you know, like 27 points. But, man, she made some bad calls this week, and she probably could have won if she didn't do these things. So Carson Wentz, you know, as much as I hate Carson Wentz and I don't think he's very good, like it's pretty uncharacteristic of him to come out and get eight points. So, you know, if he got his average, which is like 20 points, that would have put her, you know, within a 10 point range. And if she had, if she had not made the mistake of starting Christian McCaffrey and had uh, slid maybe even, you know, DJ Dallas into that spot, and then played like John Brown or something, or even T Higgins, the only two other starters that she had, she probably would have won this game. Yep. But she didn't. And that's a big oof. Yeah, she had she... some great performances. Wayne Gallman coming out, probably going to be the starter on that team. 18 points. And he's every, every week he's been great. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they were playing Philly. Um, it, and, it's true. You know, obviously Carson Wentz didn't have the best game. Uh, but yeah, T. Higgins got 19 points on her bench. John Brown had 10 points on her bench. I mean, you know, it. Even if she would have played those two guys, you know, she would have 
She would have beat me by what? So 29. Well, I mean, she couldn't have played both of them because she wouldn't <clears> have played <throat> either of those over Tara McLaurin or Adam Thielen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, fair. if you if you take if you just add the the points for for one of them, it wouldn't have, maybe let's say she played T Higgins and then had a different QB in, you know, if he had just had just a little bit better of a game, she could have beat you, but I just didn't didn't see it happening. And honestly, your team really didn't even do that great this week. Your, I mean, your shining stars were Tom Brady, your defense, and your kicker with yep. seventeen points. Bro, so he went ham. <sighs> yeah. yeah, Dalvin Cook. I knew Dalvin Cook wasn't going to have a good game. Um, I watched the Packers game, and they were using Jamal Williams just as much as they were using Aaron Jones. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's because he's probably still kind of recovering. They don't want to give him that full workload again. Um, so watching the game kind of, kind of irritated me, but I mean, DK Metcalf got me 3.8 points, which I mean, I didn't really see the, like, I didn't expect the Rams to shut them down as well as they did. Dude, it was, just, they had a rough game. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Boyd actually did better than expected versus Pittsburgh. Um, and Christian yeah, Kirk, sure. <clears throat> you know, I made the mistake of taking Chase Edmonds out of my flex and putting in Christian Kirk. So I was like, well, you know, DeAndre Hopkins versus Buffalo, they're going to be probably targeting Christian Kirk a little bit more in the passing game. That would add it, you know, didn't really happen. No, but, no, they're uh, just going to throw it to him in quadruple coverage. And of course he catches it. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? But I mean, all of my wide receivers had tough matchups. I mean, they played Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and then the Rams. So, I mean, you Ooh, know. yeah, that is rough. Then uh, me and my so okay so, <laughs> um, I had to play Austin Hooper because Hayden Hurst was on a buy and I didn't want to play Johnny Smith versus Indianapolis on Thursday night because I thought my trade was going to go through this week so um, I traded Nathan some players for um, Rob Gronkowski last week. Turns out that I had too many tight ends on my roster and <laughs> the trade uh, aired out. So after that happened after Thursday night. So I, instead of, you know, cause if, if I knew that I wasn't going to have another tight end, I would have played Johnny Smith over Austin Hooper. So I had to get Austin Hooper and play him cause I didn't have a tight end to play. So, <laughs> um, that's rough. Yeah. That whole thing kind of screwed me. Like I thought something, I thought, I thought the trade got vetoed. Um, because I'd never seen that error on the uh, the app before, but um, thanks to Reddit, because it's the only place that I could find any information on it, um, they said that that happens whenever you have too many of one player on your roster, because uh, you have limits. You can't like load up, you know, all running backs um, or all wide receivers on your bench. It just won't let you. Uh, I mean, it, it depends on the league and how you set it up, but. That's why that happened. Um, so, yeah. So I had to settle for 1.6 points instead of the 8.5 that I would have had or however many Gronkowski got. I know he caught a touchdown too. So, but Yeah, though, I mean, all in all, <clears throat> like end of the game, you, you came out on top victorious and Brittany's not really sweating yet and you're well in the lead of everyone else. Of course, you're in a tougher division, so you kind of have to beat out Brittany to get into the playoffs. Am I wrong? No. So, no, because the way the the league is set up, um, the divisions don't matter. Um, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it only matters based on your standings. So Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was based off of divisions for playoffs too. No, that's what that's why I don't want to do divisions in the league is because they're pointless. Like if it was like that, then yeah, I'd be I I would have already given up because, you know, I would need Brittany to basically lose out and me to win out to get into the playoffs, but I don't need that to happen. So so like even if you know say say you lost out and whoever's right behind me in our division came up and passed you, they would be in the playoffs um, over you, mm-hmm. even though you're number one in your division right now. So, yep. And I think I'm only I'm me and Brittany are mm-hmm. tied now at seven and three. So yep, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. All right, on to the next game. We'll go ahead and just roll through a couple of these, then we'll get to yours. Um, Kamara Chameleon versus Big Booty Cheeks. Uh, both of which changed their names this week. Um, we'll get into oh, that's that. that's why. I couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that, but I'm going to still refer to them as Kamara Chameleon and Big Booty Cheeks because that's what everybody knows them by. Um, as if Roger needed a Josh bye week, like, come on. Like, I, I don't know why I write this, like, as I'm talking because it just doesn't sound good with me reading as I'm talking. <laughs> um, why not score this many points in any other week? Roger. Dude, right? Like, Come on. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, one of Roger's lowest scores this year was saved by the fact that he was playing Josh, putting up only 111.2 points. Um, he cruised to 9-1 and one because Josh's team is literally the Jets of fantasy football this year. <laughs> I think that's a bigger like slam than saying he eats Burger King every day of his life. Oh, that is that um, is tough. I mean, it's just his team just isn't coming through for him, man. It's it's bad. No. Lamar Jackson pick really screwed him over. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it screwed him over because he doesn't have any running backs. He's, you know, playing J.D. McKissick and Jarek McKinnon. But he had A.J. Green and Jared Cook get him zero points. Both of them Mm -hmm. zero. Um, I mean, even even anybody on his bench, you know, like literally you look down his bench, zero. Well, he had one, two, three people on by. Then one, two, three people on his bench get zero points. Um, and the only other player on his bench that scored any points was Ryan Tannehill, and he only put up 10 points. So it's oh, like... T.Y. Hilton got him six. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Yeah, six. Uh, from this angle, it looks like a zero. Shut up, Ricky. I'm trying to record a <laughs> podcast. Um, It's not a... I don't know. It's. I mean, Rogers had again in his top his top four spots had a just a really strong showing your Kyler Murray with thirty points, Alvin Kamara thirty points, Robinson with twelve point two, and DeAndre Hopkins with twenty two point two, which most of those points came from that ridiculous game ending touchdown that was caught with four Buffalo receivers hanging off of him. Just absolutely ridiculous. But other than that, the bottom part of his team, literally that that was the top four, the bottom five scored Roger less than fifteen points combined. So if you know if this had been you know next week maybe Joe Mixon will be back on on the board maybe you know Alvin or Calvin Ridley comes back and then Amari Cooper can get some get some targets from um Andy Dalton which you know he loves to do that and maybe Carlos Hyde will come back literally everyone on his bench is better than his starting squad so it's just a shit week and we all really wanted uh Roger to lose yeah we need him to lose at least one more before the playoffs because at this point he's locked into the playoffs. Like no other oh, yeah. team below <laughs> you and Brittany could catch up to him because there's only three games left in the season. 
So even if I won out, I would only have eight wins, and he's already got nine. So he's a lock for the playoffs. He's the first lock. Um, and, you know, if you or Brittany were to lose out, there are plenty of other teams that could get in over you based on points because even though you'd have the same record, if oh, they yeah, have more points. Sure. So, <laughs> so basically, if you and Brittany win this week, you're a lock for the playoffs. So... <clears throat> So, yeah, Roger won again. Nobody cares. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Pop It and Lock It. Linden versus J. Jacobs Jingleheimer Schmidt. So, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a week where none of the losing teams scored more than 81 points, Linden had a good shot of pulling out the victory. Unfortunately, he only put up 76.2. To Nathan's whopping 137.6. A victory that is keeping Nathan's playoff hopes alive. He is now only one game back from fourth place. So Nathan needed this win. Lyndon kind of needed this win. Um, Nathan's team finally showed up. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. And this is Nathan's been rebuilding his team. And, you know, we discussed on previous weeks, trading everyone right and left. I mean, a couple teams barely have any of the original starters left, and Nathan is one of them. So, um, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers came in clutch and has been coming in clutch the last couple weeks. 25 points. Josh Jacobs finally shook off whatever that burden was that he's been that's been weighing him down. Man, he's been terrible, but finally came out and got those 27 points that he's been capable of since the beginning. I mean, he still was had a stronger showing in week one, but you know this was pretty close, um, and just a just a really solid or admirable performance from his wide receiver core, getting a combined total of thirty four points versus Josh only get or uh, I'm sorry Josh get Linden getting twenty nine points. You know Stephon Diggs coming in clutch there too. It's just it's just the bottom part bottom part of his team is just you know uh, Linden's team really failed him out. Noah Fant getting him three points. Will for Will Fuller getting him six and a negative three points from the defense, you know, because like you could think about that as him losing, you know, three points from that. But realistically, he lost almost 10 points because you should be able to get at least six, seven points at your defense. So mm-hmm. that that really sucks. Um, and obviously, it doesn't help that Nathan has the best kicker in the league on his team with 16 points almost a week. Dude, so He nailed like a 56 yard field goal to end that game, too. It oh, I know. Wild. I watched it because <laughs> I think they were playing the Chargers or no Washington. That's right. Because I was watching Antonio Gibson play. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that was a rough, rough outing for Linden. Yeah, I mean, same kind of issues that I had with my wide receivers um, as well. Not all of them, but uh, he had Tyler Lockett against that Rams defense. That you know, against the the number one offense in the league as far as touchdowns and everything like and they shut them down like you just don't expect that um so yeah so linda needed this win nathan needed this win and you know nathan could have had a normal week and probably still won this game um but mm-hmm. you know he needed the points too because it actually pushes him up over some people and the points since there's a lot of four and six teams now so mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, all right, let's go ahead and uh, move on. Let's go ahead and move on to your game here, uh, <laughs> We have the, like, if there was a turd of a game 
<laughs> all year, it would have been this game. Um, <laughs> Words hurt, but okay. <laughs> um, for Bruce, this was a fight to stay relevant in the fantasy standings, a battle that was as exciting to watch as paint dry. Uh, Bruce needed a win. Bruce scored 50.9 points. Uh, Michael didn't do much better, putting up a measly 75.7 points. Michael wins. <laughs> Listen, okay, I was not joking. In the Discord, I had told all the all the people, I, I logged on to fantasy football. I'd been watching a few games, but I hadn't been paying attention to my fantasy scores because I, I went into this game like losing because all my, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, all on a bye. That's four out of my nine starters. And other than that, I'm already streaming quarterbacks, you know, because Matt Ryan's gone and I really don't even like Matt Ryan. But, you know, I don't really have a good running back core when Todd Gurley out. I had to play Giovanni Bernard against Pittsburgh. Like it, and I had a flex in it, Nelson Aguilar, who literally only good has been catching 50 yard touchdown passes this year and he only has like two. And I picked up Washington's defense, thinking they'd be great against Detroit, and they got me negative one point. So, <laughs> like, I just didn't – I was not watching my fantasy app because I just knew it was doomed. Like, this was this was the week I was supposed to lose. I had won the games I needed to win. I could take the L with everyone being four and six and me being six and five – or six and uh, three. It was fine. I had accepted it. But lo and behold, Bruce pooed the bed so hard. So, yeah, I was just looking at Bruce's team. I didn't actually look down to see how many points each player scored. He had one person on his whole team score more than 10 points. Mm -hmm. And that person probably should have scored more considering they had a score of their team at 46 points. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Okay, sorry everybody. The dog was barking. I hope you enjoyed that little intermission of um, the band that I just played. Probably after Atlas because, you know, it's my band. Anyway, I hated it. Thanks. Anyway, yeah, Michael, you lost <laughs> or you, you won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Bruce's team literally like was the equivalent of an, an adult man a fit, healthy adult male uh, on a very good diet, um, very regular bowel movements, um, shitting the bed while he's sleeping. Um, Literally the Roger, the real Roger of fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, not this, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever this anomaly is. I mean, it's a weird year, so, you know, there is going to be an asterisk besides beside his uh, – his name if he gets the trophy. Um, so, yeah, and you know. I, I want to say I did a lot better, but like I had me and Bruce had both of our quarterbacks score less than 10 points. Um, and I had on the bench Ben Roethlisberger score 30 points. So that was a bad call on my part. But also, you know, Antonio Gibson was the only player on my team to get over 20 points. He got 20.5 points with two touchdowns. And then Keenan Allen. Also scored me over 10 points. Um, Keenan Allen's probably been the most consistent player on my team. And if I had kept Stephon Diggs, he also would have been. But Keenan Allen's just been so clutch this year. Probably because I got rid of Phillip Rivers because he sucks. 
Um, but the just to show how bad this game was, my second highest scoring player other than my starting running back was my kicker at 15 points. So just a just a really really t- really tough week. So I mean, um, you but picked, you know what? I'll take the W. Yeah, you picked a good week to have a bad week. I mean, I mean that isn't that how I am every week though. I mean, J- Josiah literally calls it a Michael. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I just you know I just hope that you you do the same thing this coming week. Mm. So good luck. We'll get into that in a second. All right, last <laughs> game, um, and probably the least important game. <laughs> is the mayor of TD City versus unsolicited Chub picks? Um, Josiah needed a win to keep his playoff hopes alive. So did Ryan. Um, well, Ryan didn't really need the win, but it would have helped him out a lot. Uh, uh duh, I almost said Lyndon because his picture is of Lyndon. Fuck. Um, <laughs> That's how it always goes, man. It gets me every time. Uh, Josiah was sitting at three and six, um, and he wouldn't have been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but it would have been close if he would have lost this game. Um, Ryan came in, coming out strong with Ronald Jones didn't matter. Uh, the rest of his team only scored 57 points, and Ryan fell to Josiah. 81.8 to 121.56. Yeah, I mean, it's worth noting Drew Brees got injured in that game, mm-hmm. so he only got him seven points, but he really didn't have that many points up to the point he got injured, so um, it really wasn't worth noting. And Devonta Adams had a, his weakest showing while he's been playing, So, um, but still pulled him 15 points, and the Colts got him 12. But other than that, it was just a just a single digit spread across the board from all the other players. So, yeah. Uh, Josiah having Nick Chubb back, um, it, that really helps. I mean, he got him uh, almost 19 points, and the the Browns only scored 10 points and won. Like, um, so you know that going forward, Cleveland's going to be using Chubb, just ground and pound it. You know, if he's getting that many points and not getting into the end zone, I don't think he got into the end zone. Um, let me check real quick. Um, with the 18 points, I don't think he did. No. No, yeah, he did. He did. He did score one touchdown. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, still like 12.6 points just from rushing, uh, 120 yards. So, that's, that's definitely going to – Yeah, now that he's off of IR, that's going to help – Josiah in the long run. Um, the Steelers' defense, you know, staying consistent. That's especially impressive considering Kareem Hunt also had 14 and a half points with zero touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, they so. just run the ball because, I mean, <laughs> Baker Mayfield sucks. I'll set it before and I'll say it again. The worst quarterback in football is Baker Mayfield. I um, agree. Also, I mean, I just don't – I don't understand – why any team i get the whole like thing that happened but man kareem hunt was so good he's he's a starter he really is and having two starters on that team it's just it's nuts how good they both are yeah it's it's kind of ridiculous um but if they would only have one running back they wouldn't uh have won as many games because you know teams would be able to shut down just the one but Mm -hmm. having both with a crappy quarterback, I guess you can still win. 
unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, back, I mean, just back to their game too. There's not a whole, whole lot that could have been done to change this. You know, potentially they, he could have played Marvin Jones Jr. in the flex spot. That would have only gotten him an extra 15 points. Might have helped him in the points category because every point's going to matter as we come to the end of this season um, between all the four and six teams right now. So um, just, a, just a bad play there. So, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, so now um, Josiah and... Ryan or Tide. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, before we get into the league standings, um, we'll get into the prediction standings because shit's getting tight. Last week, I went four of five. Not bad, but Nathan went five you of five. You know, every time you don't get five out of five, it's because you don't pick me. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, you know, from the matchups and the fact that half your team was on a bye, you know. That's Nathan picked me. Yeah, Nathan did. <laughs> That's the only reason he's five and five or five of five. So Nathan picked all five games correctly. I picked every game correctly except for yours. Um, so now the guests are sitting at 33 and 17, and I am at 34 and 16. So that's getting tight there. Oh, yeah, it is. Holy uh, crap. I've been ahead for a while, but. Looks like it's coming down to the wire there. Okay. So we'll go ahead and get to the league standings. Um, Rogers in first place at nine and one. Uh, Brittany is in second place at seven and three with 1,158 points. Michael, you're in third place at seven and three with 1,069 points. So you're about 100 points behind. Um, I'm in fourth place at five and five, standing alone at five and five. Don't need to say my points because it's more than everybody's <laughs> but Rogers. <laughs> um, Josiah is sitting um, in fifth place. So I'm going to go down the list here. So it's Josiah in fifth at four and six with 1,110 points. Bruce at four and six with 1,106 points. So there's only oh, a f- man. four point difference there. Bruce needed a better week. Yeah, Ooh, that's tough. Yep. Uh, Nathan at four and six, um, with one thousand and twelve points. Ryan at four and six with one thousand and seven points. Lyndon at four and six with one thousand and one point. So like the that is crazy. Yeah, the top two there are within four points, and the bottom three that are all tied for that fifth place spot <laughs> are all within 11, 11 points. points. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's still anybody's game there. I mean, if Bruce and Josiah have bad weeks where they only score 50 points and Nathan, Ryan, or Lyndon have huge weeks where they score 130, they're going to catch up quick. And mm-hmm. Nathan scoring 137 points helped him out a lot because he surpassed two people in points there with that so um and then we have josh at two and eight um, <laughs> oof <laughs> um so they, there was a couple name changes this week we'll just go ahead and throw those out there because um i mean roger thank god he changed his name i'm still going to refer to him as kamara chameleon cause i hate saying that name because it like gets caught in the back of my throat almost <laughs> um change his name to Hale murray which is honestly less clever than Kamara Chameleon, 
but right along the same level of uh, shittiness as Kamara Chameleon. Um, they're, it's just not a good I'm just game. sick of football puns. Right? I always am by the end <laughs> of every fantasy season. Um, and <laughs> Josh, <laughs> I cracked up when I saw Josh. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Because I could just, knowing Josh, I could just, I could hear him saying this. It's just. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, I literally died when I saw it because I just pictured his voice. It's not stoked <laughs> with the not in all caps. <laughs> so if anybody's listening knows Josh and knows. Oh, my God. You, know, it, it, you could just imagine how he would say not stoked. In an anger <laughs> fueled rage. It's all capitals N O T and then regular stoked. <laughs> Not stoked. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh um, man. But still, for sake of the podcast and everybody, you know, since he's been this all year, we will still go with big booty cheeks. Because um, apparently Josh loves some big booty cheeks, you know? He, likes he to, also has some big booty cheeks. He's he quite, a, quite an illustrious man. He's a thick boy. He's a thick boy. With three C's. <laughs> three C's. All right. Four C's. The seven C's. <sighs> sail the seven C's. You're thick with seven C's, Michael, and I want to sail those seven C's. That's perverted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the part of the podcast that I don't know if everybody hates it. I fucking hate it. But, you know, we started recording this later in the week so we could do the waivers. Um, and then once we started doing them, I realized how unless people are, like, slowing down the podcast and writing it down and keeping track of teams, they're not, it's, you know, they're not going <laughs> to really, you know, know or uh, whatever. Okay, so we'll start at the top here. Ryan added Baker Mayfield and the Dolphins defense. Chabastard. Um, I was trying to get the Dolphins defense and he dropped Cam Newton and then Baker Mayfield. Lyndon added Duke Johnson, Damian Harris, and the Rams defense, dropped the Broncos defense, Jamichael Hasty, and the Titans defense. Nathan added Zach Moss, Alshon Jeffrey, Michael Pittman Jr., dropped DJ Dallas, Marquise Brown, and Zach Moss. Josh added JD McKissick, Rodrigo Blankenship. And dropped Tevin Coleman and Steven Gostkowski. Yep, that's it. <laughs> um, Get wrecked. <laughs> uh, Michael, you added Giovanni Bernard, Nelson Aguilar, dropped Devonta Freeman, Tremaine Pope, Nelson Aguilar, and Derek Carr. Brittany added DJ Dallas, dropped James White. Josiah added Taysom Hill, Cam Newton. Drop Devontae Parker and Melvin Gordon. And I can see so Josiah's out here with <laughs> Josh Allen. Um who else does he have? I don't think he's got another quarterback. No, he doesn't. Um, I think Josh Allen's on a bye this week. That's probably why. But, you know, he's stacking uh Cam Newton and Taysom Hill because they I read today that they haven't announced who the starter is gonna be for the Saints. Um listen. I'm just throwing it out there. If that it probably will be Jameis Winston, but can you imagine if they start Taysom Hill and he has Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill is registered as a tight end. Yep. So if he has 
if he starts as QB, he could have a 40 point tight end in there. Good. That's crazy. That it's just it blows my mind. I mean, I think we should uh, you know, before Sunday's game, um, there should be a league ruling on whether or not you can play Taysom Hill as a tight end. So so can you play him in your quarterback and tight end position or just your tight end position? I think he's only registered as a tight end. Okay, well, that's fine then. Because if you were able to play him in both, that's bullshit. But if you can only play him in one, I mean, that's fine. I don't think they're going to start Taysom Hill. I don't think they would have brought either. over Jameis Winston just to start Regardless, Taysom Hill. Regardless, though, with as thin as tight ends have been this year, it's still not a bad play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's still not a bad play. Plus, you know, if they throw him in for a – you know, a, a play um, like a trick play or whatever, and he passes a touchdown, you know, that's four points. Yeah. So completely not out of the, not out of the ordinary. So, yep. All right. Uh, Josiah dropped Devonte Parker and Melvin Gordon. Bruce added Naeem Hines and the Vikings defense uh, dropped Sterling Shepard and Brandon McManus. And I added the Chargers defense and dropped Austin Hooper. Chargers are playing the Jets this week, and I did not want to play the Saints this week um, versus Atlanta because I'm playing you for one, and you have the entire Atlanta Atlanta offense on your team. (laughs) And if they happen to go crazy, I don't want my defense to suffer because of it. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) um, But knowing my luck, they'll shut your team down, and then the Chargers will go (laughs) negative against the Jets, and it'll lose me the game because that's just my luck. So. Ah, Chargers have screwed me before. Yep. So let's go on to the uh, – we had two trades this week, both involving Michael. Um, so the first one, um, you traded Ryan, um, Kalen Balage, and Ben Roethlisberger for the Colts defense, which is a solid pickup. Um, kind I agree. Of, kind two, of, two bench fodders for me. Yeah, kind of pissed um, pissed off because you got the Colts defense, and you're playing me this week. Thanks, Ryan. You piece of shit. Well, I'm probably not going to play them because they're playing the best offense in the league. So that's fair. Play in Green Bay, and they have not played a team that I looked at their entire schedule. And while they are good, they have not played a team that's the caliber of Green Bay yet. So it's a it's a toss up. It's something I'm going to have to seriously consider. All right. So next one. Um, you traded Nathan, um, Ezekiel Elliott, and Michael Thomas for Josh Jacobs and Jarvis Landry. I mean, you needed yeah, a running so. back. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one is something that I think Nathan and I both tossed around for a while before I offered it and before he accepted it. <laughs> so uh, there had been a multiple trades that Nathan had thrown at me, but ultimately, at the core of it, he wanted. I think he was he's more interested in Michael Thomas in that trade. I had a lot of trouble letting go of Ezekiel Elliott. Some of it for personal reasons. I think I've had him on my team for the last like two or three years. <laughs> I just really like Ezekiel Elliott as a as a football player. So I had to cut that wire this morning though, because moving into the playoffs, if I have if I do make it in and the way that Dallas has been playing, that's just not the move for me. Um Michael Thomas, I don't need him. I need someone who's more consistent. And Josh Jacobs, while he might not be a you know a thirty point or twenty five point player every week, he has been consistent at twelve to fifteen points, which is more than what I can say for Ezekiel Elliott. So that's 
my opinion on the trade. And uh, Michael Thomas hasn't done jack shit for me, so I didn't really care about giving him up. I <clears throat> wish that I could say that I heard any of that, but I opened up the the uh, matchups for this week, and ESPN's no ad thingy all popped up at the same time, and I had five ads playing in my headphones. That's okay. Just nod and say, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Dude, that was the most annoying thing ever. That whole thing. Dude, the worst thing about ESPN ads is I don't even care if there's ads. I care at the bottom of it that it says ESPN is brought to you ad free after this sponsor. Yeah. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Yeah, I forgot about it and literally opened up all of the matchups for this coming week. So every single one of them had that. And every single one of them started playing at the same fucking time. <laughs> and it was just all these Geico ads. Oh, my God. Do you know that you can save money by bundling yeah, your home and the... auto insurance? <laughs> <laughs> so those are the only two trades this week, right? I didn't see any other. I know there are some other trades that are pending or have been, have been discussed, but there's none other ones that have been accepted that I know of. Yeah, there's none, none other that have been accepted. Um so nothing yet, but we will see. And if there are, we'll talk about them next week. And hopefully they don't change the outcome of any of these games. I haven't, this is the first time in a while that I haven't actually picked who I think is going to win any of these games because I haven't looked at them in depth yet, but we're about to. So let's go ahead and get into um, what I'm considering the game of the week. That's uh, Josh versus – no, I'm just kidding. It's me versus you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Josh. Um, the, probably the closest game of the this coming week. Yeah, as far as um, projections, uh, I'm projected for 116.5. You're projected for 112.6. Um, yeah, I don't feel great about uh, – my quarterback situation, um, either Tom Brady or Joe Burrow. Tom Brady's playing the Rams, and after watching what they did to Russell Wilson last week, I don't really like that. Um, <laughs> then Joe Burrow versus Washington. Um, it's a better matchup. I mean, Matthew Stafford was pretty good against them. But, but that's also Matt Stafford. Mm, yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook versus Dallas. I really like that matchup. There's a good chance that he could get me another 30 point game there. Um, <laughs> Insert anyone <laughs> against Dallas. Great matchup. Unless yeah. you're James Conner because he's the worst running back in the NFL. Dude, unless you're just the Steelers because nobody on that team really had a great matchup except for or a great. Bull crap. Every wide receiver they did. I mean, yeah, but they weren't scoring touchdowns. I. I don't everyone every wide receiver on that team had 20 points plus well that's fine we gave a bunch of yards good <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I mean we just we're coming off a of bye week so it's hard to tell we played great against the Steelers um I don't know that it's going to help at all versus the kind of running back that Dalvin Cook is I think that he's going to run all over us I said it in our Cowboys podcast that I think um that Minnesota is going to win, then I took that back, or that Minnesota will beat us, but I actually think that Dalvin Cook is going to beat us. I think it'll be a mm. one-man one show pretty much 
on Sunday. Aaron Jones versus Indianapolis. Don't like that matchup. <laughs> DK, yeah. uh, DK Metcalf versus Arizona. Last time they played, he got less than, I think, less than 10 points, maybe less than five points. I don't know. I don't think you'll have two bad weeks in a row, though. Um, Tyler Boyd versus Washington. I'm okay with that matchup. I think that's a, you know, a decent matchup there. Hayden Hurst versus New Orleans. Uh, I'm not playing Johnny Smith versus Baltimore. So Hayden Hurst is my guy this week. Uh, Christian Kirk versus the Seahawks. I love that matchup because the Seahawks are terrible against the pass. Um, Chargers defense versus the Jets. It's the Jets. Jets also put up a ton of points against um, New England last <laughs> week. So there's that. And then my faithful kicker, Ryan Suckup. So that really depends on, you know, if I – I'm probably going to swap out my quarterbacks. They're both projected for the exact same amount right now. Um, and they even have – they've got Tom Brady in the Sidhams column this week. So I don't know what I'm going to do there. Probably switch them out or maybe try to snag somebody off waivers. I'm not sure. But – why don't you go? Yeah, it just makes sense not to play Tom Brady. I mean, he could have a good game, but after Russell Wilson is a way better quarterback than Tom Brady in every way, and they just shut him the f down. So yeah, the only thing is, is I think that after watching what the Rams did to them or to the Seahawks, that uh, Bruce Arians and them could come up with a game plan to help uh tom brady get rid of the ball quicker because they're not going to let him get his hit get hit as much as uh russell wilson did so that's the only real like hope that you would have in starting tom brady um so it's really a toss-up there but uh why don't you go over your team and your matchups yep i am actually really excited so um i don't I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to win because I honestly don't know. I think it's going to be too close to tell right out of the gate. Um, but I like that Matt Ryan and my <laughs> heavily based in Atlanta team is coming off of a bye week. Um, I think they're going to need it going up against New Orleans. I think New Orleans is uh, kind of beat up right now, uh, especially with losing Drew Brees. I think they're going to be playing this game from behind. Matt Ryan has been on a hot streak. He's got his boy back, Julio Jones. Um, I don't know if Calvin, Ridley's be- Calvin Ridley is back this week or not, but don't really think it matters all that much because Zacchaeus has been awesome. So I don't really care for the matchup for Todd Gurley in New Orleans, playing up against like one of the number one run defenses in the league. So that kind of sucks. Um, so I'm kind of torn whether I'll play him or whether I'll play Josh Jacobs. Um, in the running back slot, but either way, I'll probably end up throwing the other one in the flex. So Todd Gurley, even on that kind of defense, isn't isn't going to be bad because if they're up against the goal line, you know, they get there by passing, Todd Gurley's still going to be able to punch it in. So, And that's what he's been this year. Todd Gurley has always been a 12-point player, but that's, like I said before, that's all he has is, you know, 40, 50 yards and a touchdown every game. That's just what he's consistent at. Um I think Keenan Allen versus the Jets is going to be huge. I think it'll be an easy, easy, maybe 15, 20 points. I think Julio Jones is going to be the rock star of this game. Uh, Hunter Henry, as we've talked about a million times, I'm okay 
completely okay with him getting those touchdowns. Um, if he has to take him away from Keenan Allen, that's fine. Um, because if he gets the touchdown, um, then, you know, it, it's just points for my tight end. Um, I'm also okay if Matt Ryan decides to throw a touchdown pass to um, Hayden Hurst because that means every point that Daniel gets for Hayden Hurst, Matt Ryan also gets me points. So that's a that's kind of a good negative for Daniel. Um, but it also hurts me too because that means it's not passes he's throwing to my guys. So I have not decided who I'll end up playing in my, my defense slot, whether Washington versus Cincinnati is a good matchup. It's a way better matchup than uh, Indiana versus um, – green bay so we'll see there um i really just i didn't really consider jarvis landry as even a starter i just kind of took him to get something just in case i needed someone uh because my wide receiver core is really strong so i'll probably be rolling into this matchup with a three running back squad hopefully they can they can clutch it for me and dan carlson i think he'll have a great game against uh kansas city being a divisional matchup and he's one of the best kickers in the league so far as far as points go uh, so I guess if I'm forced to pick a winner here, I'm going to pick myself because, you know, I want to win. So got to have faith. I also picked myself <clears throat> because even though I, I, I can lose this game and regardless of what happens in any of the other games, I'll still be in fourth place. I kind of need to win this game to push me that much further away from the competition. Yeah, so, for sure. I'm taking myself to win, and I think it's really going to hinge on who I decide to start at quarterback and whether or not they play well. So, yep. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Here we have Jay Jacobs Jingleheimer Schmidt versus uh, Big Booty Cheeks or Not Stoked Josh. So Nathan versus Josh. Um, as of right now. Uh, let me let me look in this further because earlier today Josh's lineup wasn't completely set. It still isn't. He doesn't have a kicker in. Doesn't have a kicker, and um, Joe Mixon is still listed as questionable. Yeah. Oh, they okay. So they actually put Joe Mixon as points in there, but uh, um, so right now it's projected at ninety eight point five. For Nathan and to 99 for Josh. Um, Josh doesn't have his kicker in. Um, Nathan will not have Josh Jacobs in. He'll have Elliot. And probably, he'll probably sit Mike Evans this week and put in Michael Thomas, uh, if I would have to guess. But, Regardless, um, I honestly like, you know, Aaron Rodgers versus Indianapolis, um, Ezekiel Elliott, um, Henderson versus Tampa Bay. Um, you know, I, I don't like Nathan's matchups this week. Um, I honestly think that this week Josh actually gets his third win. <laughs> Like, I don't think Nathan's going to pull out another 140-point game. He's got some tough matchups, and I just I see another kind of mediocre-type game from Nathan and probably another mediocre game from Josh. Um, Lamar Jackson versus Tennessee, Joe Mixon versus Washington, if he plays. 
Uh, J.D. McKissick versus Cincinnati is a good matchup. Uh, Mari Cooper, you know, it's hard to tell what anybody on the Cowboys are going to do. Um, they're going to their next – or they're bringing back Andy Dalton, so he hasn't played in a few weeks. So, you know, it's really hard to tell. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster versus Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville actually shut down uh, the passing game for the most part uh, to um, Devontae Adams, their number one wide receiver, um, last week. So it's hard to tell what Jacksonville is going to be able to do against Pittsburgh this week. Um, if they do the same thing, then it's not a great matchup for Smith-Schuster. Well, it's not hard to do whenever literally your quarterback just looks at one wide receiver. He literally – Drops back and looks right at Devontae Adams every single time. Well, yeah. It's his first, it's his go to, but Marcus Valdez Scantling had a big game last week um, for them. So it's, you know, it really just depends. I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly think Josh is going to win this one. Um, I like his matchups better. <sighs> yeah, I, I do too. And I also, Calvin Ridley practiced today. Um, so if he comes back, that'll be pretty big. And Joe Mixon is no longer, or he's actually practicing as well. Um, and also I think I saw where Carlos Hyde was activated. So if Carlos Hyde's activated and Chris Carson sits again, they got a good, they got a pretty good chance of getting some points out of Carlos Hyde. So, um, cause that DJ dude just isn't cutting it. So, yeah, I think that Josh is. What, what Josh's mentality should be right now is to look at his upcoming schedule and be like, I can ruin these people's playoff chances and just <laughs> yes. start to like take people out one by one. Um, I'm going to actually pull up his uh, schedule now to see who he's got coming up and seeing how many people he could ruin if he does. Um, well, two so basically this week he's got nathan next week he's got bruce so if bruce and nathan both lose this week um and then bruce beats josh or josh beats bruce next week then he could really just ruin both of their playoff chances (laughs) um and then he plays you in the final week so which if everything goes the opposite way and you lose the next couple of weeks and a couple of people get up there and you need that game to win, he could ruin your playoff hopes too. So, you know, Josh's, Josh's math, the first team mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but a few teams playoff hopes rest in his hands. So Josh, if you're listening, go listen to Matthew Barry or something, get your shit together, get your team together. So, <laughs> yep. All right. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Uh, did I say who I was taking? No, you I didn't. Think I did. No. You know what? I also want Josh to win, so I'm gonna say Josh. <laughs> Josh and Josh. All right, we're gonna do that's. That's gonna be the worst pick either of us of us have made all year. <laughs> no, the worst pick you've made is not picking me both times. No, those were those were good picks. False. They were both wrong. It might have been wrong, but they were still good. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Next, we have a game that we don't really need to talk about. It's Roger versus Ryan. <laughs> Kamara Chameleon versus the mayor of TD City. 
Um, as of right now, I know Ryan doesn't have a quarterback in, but it doesn't matter because right, even if he has a quarterback in, unless they're projected for 50 points, he's projected to lose by 50. So um, Rodgers projected to win 134.9 to 82.7. Um, I fucking hate Roger and his team, man. Like I just, it's just too good. It just makes no sense. But listen, I see Alvin Kamara and James Robinson both being questionable. So maybe we'll get lucky here. Maybe I, I hope so. I hope so because, because on his bench he has Joshua Kelly, and that's it. So he has no other running back. So you know if he has to scrape the barrel for even one, he's not going to get anything out of yeah. Joshua Kelly. Yep. So because Ken Kenyon Balaj came out last week and like he pretty much wrecked the field with the Chargers. So I I think they'll be they'll be considering him until Eckler's back. So let's just let's all keep our hands up. Let's collectively say a prayer. Um, <laughs> on the podcast, you listening, pray for Rogers' team to not heal fast. <laughs> you know what? They can all just not heal at all. So Kamara and Robinson are both limited in practice um, today. So Boo. Well, that probably means they're going to play then. Yeah, but Kamara plays tomorrow. No, who plays tomorrow? It's the Neither Seahawks and the, the Cardinals. Never mind. Yeah, um, for some reason. Oh, I was looking at Hopkins. My bad. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter for the sake of you know anything else. You know, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll let Roger go undefeated for the rest of the season. Um, it's the playoffs that I'm worried about. He's already locked in for the playoffs, so he could bench his whole team, you know, and it won't matter. So, you know, Ryan needs a miracle. He's getting Big Ben, um, so hopefully he'll come through for him. Um, because Drew Brees is out, he dropped um, Cam Newton, who Josiah swiftly picked in and grabbed, or swiftly came in and grabbed. Um, so, you know, he, he really needs a miracle. Half of his team is also questionable. Devontae Adams is questionable. Marvin Jones is questionable. Jerry Judy is questionable. Um, I really think the Dolphins' defense is going to be clutch against Denver. Oh, I do. Dolphins' defense is so good. I do, too. I think they're going to put up a let's I was targeting them. I, that was my only waiver claim this week and didn't realize that um, you all were going to trade. Um, he was going to get rid of his defense, so I figured, you know, he got a defense or that <laughs> nobody else really needed a defense, so I wanted that defense because my defenses are trash. So, but, uh, yeah, he needs another big game from Ronald Jones. Probably won't happen. Uh, Kenyon Drake might you know, might do well. Um, Devontae Adams versus Indianapolis. I mean, you know, he's questionable, so we'll see how that goes. He might have another 14-point game. Marvin Jones, questionable versus Carolina. If he plays, he could have a big game. Uh, Jerry Judy versus Miami. Don't think he's going to do much of anything. Um, I don't see I don't see Ryan putting up more than I, – I don't, I don't think he reaches 100 this week. I just don't. Um so yeah, I mean I'm I'm taking Roger. That's just obvious. <laughs> I'm gonna take him Roger as well, just for the sake of you know winning uh, <laughs> the bet. But 
I really want Ryan to win. I mean, yeah, like if Ryan can come out and beat Roger, like I'll take the L. Like I don't give a shit, but you know, he's got <laughs> Exactly. He's got Kyler Murray versus Seattle, Alvin Kamara versus Atlanta, James Robinson Robinson versus Pittsburgh, DeAndre Hopkins versus Seattle. I mean, just that right there is going to get him 80 points. You know, Travis Kelsey, not not yeah, not to mention Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill being back from a bye week. Um it's just it's going to be a, a very he, – he, he might surpass his, uh, his projection, honestly. So both, And that's enough of that. Yep. Yeah, don't need to talk about that <laughs> shit anymore. All right, on to the next one. Pop it and lock it versus Fresh Prince of Hilaire. Lyndon versus Bruce. Huh. So I really think that Bruce is going to win this one. And I think it's going to hinge on two things. One, I think it's going to be, I think Hilaire is finally going to come back into play this game. Oh, yeah. He was on a bye last week. He's got to play this week, right? Not what I meant. <laughs> He's just been bad the last couple of weeks. And I think that against the Raiders, they're going to need it. This is a big divisional game. The Raiders and the Chiefs games are always fun to watch. Um, just good, good matchups. They, uh, didn't they beat them? at the beginning of the year or at least they came very close to beating them oh vegas beat them yeah yeah so this is going to be another one they're going to be relying on every weapon they have and push them to their fullest so i think hilaire's going to have a big game and i think russell wilson is going to step on the field with something to prove oh after last week oh yeah so i really think that between the two of them um there's going to be a lot of points put up where i think he's hurting however is um, James Conner just is the absolute butts end of all running backs in the NFL. And Mike Davis potentially is going to be sitting behind McCaffrey. I don't think McCaffrey's going to miss again, right? Yep. I'll know McCaffrey is slated to miss again. Yep, he's out already. So that could be that could be good for him. But I just don't like the rest of his team, though. So I just think it's going to rely on those. Um, and looks like he's streaming the uh, streaming a defense there with the Vikings against Dallas. I think that's a bad play, honestly. Um, Dallas' offense has been playing a little bit better. Um, I don't think we're going to be as uh, prone to give up the ball. Um, so he might. He, I, he, I think you're right. Yeah. I think the I think the morale on the team drastically improved just because of the last game you guys played. Yeah. So. Yeah, and coming off the bye week, I think you know, like we might lose, but I think we'll give them a run for their money. Um, for like the first half, and that'll be enough to uh, to take that defense down a couple notches. Um, as far as Linden goes, um, Deshaun Watson versus New England. Deshaun Watson got just destroyed by the Browns last week. Um, the Browns showed everybody how to beat Houston. Not like it took a rocket scientist to figure that out, but you know, Billy, old good old Billy Belichick over there is going to take a take down some notes from that and probably do the same thing. Now, I don't know if uh, there's anybody on the New England defense that's even close to capable of doing what Cleveland did because Cleveland's got some talent on the defense. But um, if anybody can, you know, polish a turd and make it play well, um, it's Belichick unless they're playing the Jets. Um, (laughs) Kareem Hunt uh, versus Pittsburgh. I mean, divisional games are tough. I think it's worse as Philly. Is it Philly? Yeah, it is Philly. Okay, yeah, Cream Hunt's going to have a big game. 
<laughs> Sorry, the, it's so small on my screen. I've I've got it like at sixty percent. No, you're fine. Um, I don't know what he's doing in there with that that backup or running back man. That's weird. Yeah, Damian Harris. I don't know if he's got anybody else. Um, uh, yeah, Duke, other than J.K. Dobbins, but yeah. whole, oh, Miles Gaskin be on IR really hurts him too. Yeah, he, I didn't even realize that he's got Duke Johnson. Um, he's questionable. Um, they don't have him down for zero points, uh, but he did not practice today, so that's probably why. Um, he's got Stefan Diggs on a bye. Uh, Tyler Lockett, arguably is, the best player on this team. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler. Ooh, Tyler Lockett's hurt. Um, he's questionable for Thursday's game. Uh, according to this, he's expected to play on Thursday, so that might, you know, you might need to shove him up in there. Um, yeah, it's just tough though because they have the eight twenty game Sunday night, so you're taking a big risk. <laughs> oh no, they got the eight twenty game tomorrow, or technically oh, tonight. Well, that's even bigger listening. risk. Yeah. So you know, I guess it's probably going to be like a game time thing um, for them to decide. So I'm sure that if he plays. Lyndon will probably slide him in there. Um, but yeah, I think that this really hinges on the th- what three wide receivers Lyndon plays. If he plays the right ones, I think that he can win. Um, you were talking about Edwards Hilaire versus Vegas. Last time they played, Edwards Hilaire got less than 10 points. Um, but I also don't think that they had Bell at that time. I think that that came a couple weeks after. So the split in the time and, you know, Edward Slayer's had more time to get, you know, acclimated with the offense, being a rookie. Maybe that helps. Um, but I think that this is going to be a close one. Um, I think this was going to be one of the closer games or closest games of the week. Um, yeah, I just I'm going Bruce on this one. Yeah, I think that I think that him having Russell Wilson versus Arizona. I think that's going to – that'll be Bruce's saving grace because um, Mike Davis, uh, yeah, McCaffrey's out. But, um, you know, last week McCaffrey – or two weeks ago McCaffrey played. He only got six points. Last week he didn't play, only got six points. Um, they've kind of learned how to use all their wide receivers down there um, in different kind of weird plays. I've, I've seen uh, – you know, like the end arounds and different types of stuff where they're using, I don't even know the guy's names. Is it Curtis Samuel maybe and whoever else is down there? But um, they've been using those guys a lot more in all sorts of different positions recently, and it's been working. So I think Mike Davis will get maybe 10 points. But, yeah, I think Bruce's saving grace will be Russell Wilson. And I think Bruce will squeak by in this um, barely. But, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty close, but I'll take Bruce as well, as much as I hate it. Yep. And now. <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for. We should have The moment s- none of you have been waiting for, but you're going to hear it anyway. Yeah, we should have started with this one and then moved our way down to ours. <laughs> <clears throat> right now, we've got... Brittany, I'm a librarian, Bonner, versus Josiah, unsolicited chub picks. Right now, Josiah has a 70% chance of winning, projected at 108.3 to 
Well, a lot of issues here. One, um, she's obviously going to play Pat Mahomes over Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, she's going to have to find another running back unless... Oh well, no. That's just there's that's the only way there is to it. She's she's not going to play DJ Dallas and Chris Carson even if Chris Carson plays. So she's going to have to find at least one running back because Wayne Gallman's out or on a bye, I should say. So Chris Carson is looking good, but they still don't know whether he's going to play. But let's say he does. Um, I if if Chris Carson plays, she plays Pat Mahomes. And then she'll obviously have to probably put Crowder or Higgins. I'd probably put Higgins in versus Washington um, in the flex spot. And then she's also going to have to pick up a defense. Man, her team is barren. Um, Man, that's tough. Yeah, and DJ Dallas is only projected to get like three points. Yeah, it's because he's terrible. Yeah. Um, um, so I guess they've probably made a decision there to, uh, you know, he had that one decent week, I think. Uh, let me look here. Yeah, he had that one week against uh, San Francisco. He had 20 points in the next week versus Buffalo, 10. Last week, only four. And then this week, he's only projected for three. So so it looks like they're tapering off his workload. Um, well, so the only reason he had 20 points is because he had a receiving touchdown, a really short receiving touchdown, and a really short uh, run-in touchdown. Yeah. So he only had like 50, 40, 50 yards total. So. But regardless, I mean – the chances aren't there for Brittany this week, especially with Josiah's team finally stacked. I, I really don't see any weak spot in Josiah's team at all other than this quarterback this week, and that's just because he's got a bye week. So, um, But, you know, I, I see Darren Waller coming in big for Brittany. I see Thielen coming in big. Um, Terry McLaurin's been really solid. Um, so if Chris Carson can play and she can pick up another streaming running back and get lucky, I, I think she has a chance. Yeah, I mean, but I'm gonna have to take Josiah. Yeah, um, her running backs are gonna be her issue. Um, I don't think there's anybody, you know. I mean, Chris Carson plays tomorrow night, um, or technically tonight, if you guys are listening to this on Thursday. Um, so it's really um, up in the air with that to see if he's even gonna play. Because even on the app, it says that uh, the coach. Um, said that the Seahawks will wait until Thursday to make a decision on Carson's availability. So, you know, <clears throat> he did practice, though, in limited fashion. So, I mean, it's, it's there's a hope that he'll play. Um, but the nice thing about that is that if he doesn't play, it's a Thursday night game. So she'll have the weekend to try to find somebody. So... Yep. You know, it's, they could, you know. She she just needs to watch it really closely. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take Josiah in this. I just don't see that even if Carson plays, um, you know, she's got to find somebody off waivers. You know, even if that person, you know, puts up 15 points, I don't think that. Carson um, will put up, you know, as many points as she needs to win the game. And after me searching for a defense out there, there's really not a lot of stuff out there that's, you know, you know, she might get a couple points, but she's got to be really careful in what defense she picks up because there's a good chance that, you know, any of those defenses could go into the negative. 
So she's got to be really careful with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah, we're taking Josiah to win that one, and I'm going to send Brittany a trade since she needs running backs, and I've got one, two, three, four, five. She won't take it. She's too stingy, man. I've offered her ridiculous things for Chris Carson, and she just won't take it, which she's probably regretting now. I mean, I wouldn't try to get a running back off of her. I was trying to trade her a running back for something else. No, no, no. I, that's what I mean. I just mean in general. She's she's stingy. She be she do be stingy. Her team has been literally the same since the beginning of the year. Nothing has changed. Yep. So <laughs> <laughs> she's. I think but she's you know, she is in second place. So maybe we should all take a note. <laughs> yeah. I mean. She could basically just lose out and probably be fine because it would take one person winning all three of the last games and putting up enough points to surpass her in points. So, which honestly, let's look at that real quick. Um, yep, we're, we mean, are getting into the end, the end game. So, yeah, I mean, Josiah and Bruce are less than, uh, well, Josiah is less than 50 points. Bruce is 52 points away from her. So, you know, the other teams are 150 points away at least. So, yeah, those two really, you know, this this game would be big for Josiah because if he can beat her and beat her big and if Brittany loses out, you know, that would put Josiah above her in points. So, you know, it's... It's going yeah, to come down to the wire. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're getting into the the part part of the year where ev- literally every point, literally this points have never mattered more than they do right now. Yeah, literally every point and every win matters so much. Yeah, so I feel like, and even even for me and Brittany at seven and three, I mean, we're we're still not out of the woods yet. So yeah, I feel like like my team is like the NFC East, where they're like right now they're only getting in because. You know, I mean, yeah, I've got a better record than the other teams, <laughs> but all the other teams are like on the outside looking in. Like, you know, you, you shouldn't. What a train wreck! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but oh well. But yeah, so so you picked yourself. I picked me to win that game. We both picked Josh. We both picked Roger. We both picked Bruce. We both picked Josiah. So basically. Whoever wins in our matchup will, I mean, if you win, then we're tied in our prediction standings. If I win, then I'm two up. So mm-hmm. regardless of what other what happens in the other games. But I think that I'm going to go five for five this week. So. No, you're not. Well, yeah, you're right. Josh is probably going to shit the bed. So. <laughs> leave it to josh to let us down yep the only thing he doesn't let down is uh yeah something about burger king and spending all his money there so, uh, insert burger king yeah. joke here yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't quick enough on my feet there so but all right so yeah i'm gonna get out of here and uh edit this podcast and uh try to figure out what i want to do for my quarterback this week 
Maybe I just won't play well, one. I just got to wait for all my trades to go through and then I'll be good. Yep. <laughs> all right. Until next week, we'll see you guys later. Have fun with whatever you're doing. Um, and remember that if you're, never mind, I'm not going to say that because this is a PG 13 podcast and not an R podcast. We'll it would be if Ricky would quit humping everything. Mm-hmm.